Live from the historic river market in downtown Kansas City, Missouri, from the crystal blue waters of the Missouri River, it's Two Douchebags and a Microphone Podcast. Next up, things overheard in hell. Man, Axel Rose is such a great childhood therapist. I hope he writes more books. And now, deep thoughts with Mark. How does a butterfly take a dump? It never stops long enough. Maybe it just sits while lofting. Maybe it shits real quick while chewing flowers. Hmm. I may never know. Douchebags and a microphone. I'm Mark. And I'm Rob Rad. All right. Well, Rob Rad. Okay. Um, we got all different kinds of neat little stuff. We have things to whisper in a stranger's ear. Awesome. Um, we have a dear douchebags. Oh, I love those. A whole bunch of little stories here and there, little odds and ends and, and this and that's and everything, some ha-has, some fucking burps and some clucks and everything. So, we got uh, we got everything going on tonight. So, um, why don't we start off with... Hey, I might, I might even add in some wax. All right. We're, we're ready for anything. That uh, sounds good to me. All right. How about uh, things to whisper in a stranger's ear? Does that sound pretty good to get started on? That sounds that sounds awesome. All right. I well, love those. Well, this is something that me and Topher came up with quite a while ago. It was actually in one of the first few episodes, maybe number three or four. Um, anyhow, um, it is things to randomly whisper in someone's ear. There, let's say you're at the city market, okay, and we're doing a podcast. We get done. Right. And I want to screw with somebody. Someone's just, I don't know, walking around looking funny or something. These are things you can say in their ear, whisper in their ear, and they'll be like, huh? Just completely fuck their whole world up. Just because, well, it sounds fun. And if you do it in the uh, in the uh, entertainment, you know, the art of entertainment, it's okay, right? Oh, always. Yeah, yeah okay always. then. Well, there. There you, you go. You get mad at somebody doing it. No, no, no. You know, you can... You can call them anything and go back and go, hey, I'm just doing it for entertainment. Then they'll start laughing yeah. and give you a hug. It's cool. I don't care what you called my mom. It's fine. I mean, you know, we do have podcasts, you know. Yeah, this is true. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. So the, this, gives us the right, this gives us a right to do this. Yeah. Oh, and like, I'm trying to keep the ass paddling once a month, but it keeps fucking growing. People keep Don't doing stupid shit. It, I know. I keep people keep doing stupid shit. And it's like I can't do thirty of them at once. So I don't know. I mean, we might have to have a bonus episode here and there of ass paddlings because I mean, hey, hey, 
Uh, you never know. We could transfer some of them over to Smackin' Balls. Oh, yeah, that's right. We, you and we I have, what, have 30, 30 Smackin' 30, Balls apiece. We have 30 Smackin' Balls each. You know what? That's what we... Okay, okay. I just got... I just got... I just arrived in the mail yesterday. Okay, I'll tell you. I, I got my, I got I mine the it. other day. They sent them all here, and I sent them to you. I oh, that's it. why it took so long. Yeah, yeah, okay. they sent them all here, and I was like, no, Rob gets half of them. I, I'm uh, like... I, I, when I seen that big package, I knew what it was. I didn't yeah, yeah I mean, it's a lot of smacking the balls. It's yeah. a lot of... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and and at the rate people deserve them, I mean, you know, shit. And here, I got I got an idea. I got an idea for you, Rob, okay? Right. Okay. Um, what we can do is, whenever we have, like, quite a few uh, um, ass paddlings, we can vote on which one they get. Okay. All right? Will they get a smack right. in the balls or an ass paddling? Now, also, let me introduce to you the new bare bottom ass paddling. And this is if someone needs it so egregiously that they don't even get to wear clothes. We, we pull their trousers down or their britches, whatever you want to call them, and smack them bare ass. Does that sound just punishment if they're that bad? That sounds awesome. Yes, yes, and I, I would can like fill that list up quick. Oh yeah, yeah, Rob, you are always welcome to send your list my way, and we can incorporate them. Okay, who knows? We might get to where we do this weekly. I mean, there sure are a lot of ass paddlings that need to be dealt out. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. So, um, anyhow, I'd like to go to the Chiefs really quick before we go to things to whisper in the stranger's ear. Yeah, I hope, right here, my good friend. All you people. That motherfucked them, and I'm talking about you fans. That motherfucked them for losing to Denver. We beat those fuckers 16 times in a row. I, like I said before previously, sooner or later, I don't care how big and bad you are and how small and scrawny that other kid is, you keep whipping his ass 16 times in a row. That guy's going to come back and he's going to find a way to beat your ass, right? Motiv motivation, if nothing else. Getting tired of looking like the patsy. Getting tired of looking like the wimp, the little skinny kid, the scrawny kid. Denver just decided that they were going to actually win one, and that's just the way it is. And that's the NFL. And all these people are like, oh, my God, oh, the sky's falling. I'm like, relax, man. And we come back and beat the Dolphins. It should have been even more than what it was. But the referees yeah. like to uh, corner games and make them last a little bit longer. When it's 21 to nothing during halftime, I knew that we're going to get a couple of penalties that were probably going to go against us, and that's exactly what happened. And a couple yeah. that didn't go against them, like that one where blatant out-of-bounds fucking throwdown to Patrick Mahomes. But then when uh, when uh, Chris Jones comes up and late hits uh, uh, Taglia, Tagla Ivoa, uh, Tagli Ivola, or whatever the fuck his name is. I can't yeah, ever say it. Yeah, yeah. Tago Viola. Tago Viola, yes. Uh, when he hit him late, he gets a penalty thrown. So I knew there's going to be some of that because they cannot tell me because I am a fairly intelligent adult that they don't influence the games just like N N uh, NBA used to do and probably still, they still do, they admit it. So they influence games to make them last longer. If that goes up 28 nothing in the third quarter, all the channels are being turned. NFL doesn't want that. 
State Farm doesn't so, want that. You yeah, know, I mean, uh, they're wanting to crack down on the blowouts. Yes, and this is how yeah, they no, do it. Man. This is how they do it. They can control it yeah. a certain amount with penalties. And, uh, and you know, and I'm a firm believer, okay, you have a couple of penalties called against you. That's okay. Talent usually almost always wins out. So a team like the Chiefs will find a way to overcome it, and they will beat said opponent. And that's exactly what happened. It evened out. The Chiefs said, okay, fine. we got to play a little bit tougher. That's what we're going to do. And that's what they did. And they stalled the last drive and, uh, and stopped them dead in their tracks, and they won the game. And the game probably should have been a lot higher score for the Chiefs, but I don't care. A win is a win. And uh, now all the rest of you, uh, the good thing is, is tonight either the Bills or the Bengals are going to lose, which is a great day for me also. Yeah. 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 So I hope they both lose, but I haven't figured out how they can do that yet. So, I mean, I guess they could draw. A tie, yeah. A tie, that'd be all right. Yeah. Yeah. But too bad they both couldn't get an L next to them in the column. Right, right. Yep. So, anyhow, all right, I had to get that. I had to get that out because I saw a lot of motherfucking of the Chiefs, and I'm like, man, three Super Bowls in the last four years, you win two of them. You're seven and two. Well, six and two at the time, everyone was motherfucking them. And you're six and two ahead in the AFC. And. People are like fucking saying this, ah, fuck this, they're horrible, and fucking, I was like, what? You talk about being spoiled. Did you ever think, and you'd think a 7-2 team, you'd be like, oh my god, we should be playing better. We'd just be thanking the lucky stars that whoever it was, we some scrub we had at quarterback, would be able to even get us to seven wins, right? Yeah. I think a lot of these people forgot history. Recent history, as in before Mahomes. I mean, Alex Smith, fine quarterback, but he could not get us to the promised land. He just didn't have that pinpoint strong of an arm. Smart quarterback, good quarterback, really good, but not good enough. Um, Now, remember, when they took Alex Smith out, he had a 104.1 quarterback rating, the highest in the NFL. He was having a phenomenal season, and we traded him that offseason in favor of a young, unknown Patrick Mahomes that sat behind Alex Smith for a year, watching him and learning from him. That was one hell of a risky move, you know? Yes, it was. Yeah, and there's a lot of people as motherfucking it. Oh, man, I don't know. Boy, that's risky. And we traded him to Washington, and we've been the perennial big dogs ever since. Uh, so... Anyhow, okay, now I'm going to get the things to whisper in a stranger's ear, but I just had to bring that up, Rob. I think you can understand. All right, yeah, I totally understand. Okay. All right, number one thing is we are here to observe only. I like that one. I do, too. Be like, what? Who? What? Aliens? Are you an alien? Are you one of those reptiles? people, the shapeshifters that David Icke talks about. What the hell? (laughs) Yeah, I'd have a lot of questions if someone had done that to me. I'm like, what? Well, okay. Observe this. Then I'd fucking show my dick. No. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Or my asshole. Hey, observe this. 
Yeah, look. What do you think, man? What do you think of my fucking stink star? What do you think of that squash spider? All right. Number two. Do you smell different awake? That's a hundred times creepy. That is a hundred <laughs> times creepy. That is beyond Mr. Creepy. That is like not so creepy. That would make someone like fucking like get in their car and just stop, start driving and not stop for a while. Fuck. Oh my gosh. Looking in your rear view. Number three. Love your skin. Think it'll fit me? <laughs> Another one where you jump in your car, keep fucking going, and uh, don't look back for <laughs> Like, uh, uh. Don't, no. don't bother trying to run them over because you know they're not going to die. Uh, exactly. <laughs> Good one. You've seen too many movies. Yeah, yeah, just, just go. Just run the opposite way and don't try to kill them. Let some other hero end up dead, right? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Number four, you switch to Pantene? <laughs> yeah, boy. What's wrong with Pantene? That's fucking good shampoo, man. My mom uses it. She loves it. <laughs> This next one I love, Rob, and I think you're going to love, too. This one is just fucked. I have the clown nose and rubbers. Oh, awesome. <laughs> awesome. <sighs> clown nose and rubbers? <sighs> I don't know about this shit. Fuck. That's another one where you jump in your car and just keep going. <laughs> well, if you listen to this show, you ought to be worried about clown noses to begin with. Oh, yeah, yeah. You can hear it right after. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah, noise that we use, that bam that we use for the clam noise. <laughs> I have a clown nose and the rubbers. <laughs> this next one I've been a victim of a couple of times today, and I don't know who's doing it, but it's driving me nuts. Number six, crop dusting complete. Someone nailed me two fucking times in the break room, dude. I mean, they smothered me in fucking sticky fucking air shit oh there was air shit all over me because someone shit all over me oh two times they got me and the sad thing is is i think everybody thought it was me someone came in there did a flyby ripped us and fucking took off and the thing is, I was watching the football game, so I wasn't fucking paying any attention of who walked in front of me and went right by. So I have no way of knowing who crop dusted me, and I have no way of getting even with him. So. Okay. Okay, now, Rob, this next one here. This next one here. You will get, I will get, and a certain amount of other people will get but not everybody will get. All right. In the pale moonlight, would you offer your throat to the wolf with the red rose? <laughs> <laughs> that, I have always wanted to do that. <laughs> me too. To that. Just walk up and say that. <laughs> uh, if anyone wants to know where that's from, listen to Meatloaf Bad Out of Hell 1. Yes, the original. Yeah, the original. 
The other one was good too, but not as. I mean, Bad Out of Hell yeah. too was good. It's a great album, but it, uh, and a great song, but it just wasn't quite the same par as Bad Out of Hell one. But in the intro, of that it is excellent because Meatloaf and I forgot the chick's name are basically doing oh. like a little slapstick humor. And he goes, so tell oh, me. God, what was her? I can't remember her name. I can't remember her name either, but she was awesome. She was excellent. She was. And I heard um, her when she came back in concert with him, with Meatloaf. And that was a very good concert. Um, and that was. that was a tour that she came back, and I forgot her name because she didn't she didn't do anything with anybody for a while. She I, I don't know if she took time off, was sick, raising a family. I don't know, but she wasn't she wasn't doing music for quite a while. And I apologize, I can't remember her name. But I saw her with Meatloaf when they did the uh, quote unquote reunion or whatever. And yeah. they both sounded so great. <laughs> I mean, and great together. It was an excellent show. And then number eight, you got to follow this up, Rob. And me, you, and a few other people would know this. I bet you say that to all the boys. <laughs> that would be the end of said slapstick skit at the first of Meat Loaf. Yes. Bad Out of Hell song. Yes. Number nine, ketchup or barbecue sauce? And if they answer wrong, you can hit them. They get smack in the nuts. If they answer wrong, they immediately get smack in the balls, right? It's got to be. They better answer. They better. And if they don't, then they get slapped in the balls. Or, or even St. Louis. St. Louis is known for barbecue. St. Louis has good barbecue places. I've been to three or four of them. They are underrated right. on the barbecue scale, I can tell you that. They have some really good places there. Well, this being a tourist area. We got different styles at birds right here, and we got all different kinds. You probably got Memphis, St. Louis, Kansas City, Texas, and Oklahoma all in one area, yeah. And that's because everybody that comes up there um, is from there, or a lot of people from Illinois. A lot of people from Illinois go down to Table Rock Lake at this place I used to have there uh, on the lake in Kimberling City. A lot yeah. of people from Illinois come there. I was really surprised. I mean, like half of the license plates in that parking lot during any given summer is Illinois plates. So I imagine you guys probably have the same influx of people there, too. Oh, oh, you, you either end up with Illinois or we get a lot in Nebraska, too. Yeah, I've seen I've seen a few Nebraska down there. I've seen a I've seen quite a few Nebraskas in Eureka Springs, too. So yeah. I mean I mean yeah. it's a little bit more of a drive, but I mean why not if you live in Nebraska? So yeah, I'm not dogging Nebraska. I'm just saying it's different than Nebraska. No. It'd be a nice little vacation. No. So um, number ten, no one will ever believe you. That I'd ask why. That is open ended. That is just like a hmm. I wonder what yeah. I was saying that no one will believe me. True. Yeah. Number 11, that guy called to the left. <laughs> and they could take that anyway, like the guy that called is to the left, or that guy called, you're supposed to focus your attention to the left, or you're supposed to do yeah, something to the left, yeah. you know. That was just like one of those deals. Either like, way, you're looking to the left. Yes. 
Yep. Number 12. Three days. Oh, this is the final one, too. Three days. I will have the money. <laughs> and then by that time, you really got their attention because they're like, how much money and where? Yeah. So, anyhow, that is our things to whisper in a stranger's ear. So, anyhow. Great, like always. Yep, yep. So, anyhow, like I've been doing all day, I want my MTV. I've been doing that to everybody, and they've just been looking at me <laughs> weird. So, I do it more. So. Oh, definitely, definitely. Um, okay. Well, we just experienced Halloween. Um, yes. Anyhow, in Massachusetts, there's this house. Trick-or-treaters could choose between a full-size candy bar or a market back basket rotisserie chicken. Dude was giving away a full rotisserie chicken or candy. He said, I bought 15 at $4.69 a piece, Michael Mariota said. Trick or Chicken was just thought up because of a social media post about food cost and to skip the candy and give out food. So I've seen that one too. It's like, yeah, fuck, fuck candy this year. Yeah. Give us food. It's so expensive, right? Well, he's like, you know what? I'm going to go buy as many market chicken, rotisserie chickens as I can, and that's exactly what I'm going to do. He spent a lot of money. He gave out all 15 and then went to candy. But, you know, um... But whenever he runs out of market chicken, the baskets, he will still have um, full-size candy bars. So I would expect that probably, I would suspect that probably um, he got more trick-or-treaters than anybody else around. And I would think it probably, they did that old gag where, um, remember when you go and you would uh, get into another costume and get the good candy yeah. again? Yeah, yeah. I, I would say that maybe some of that might have went on too, but you know who knows. So, anyhow, let's uh, let's take a little break and uh, come right back, Rob. That sound good? Sounds good. All right, and then you might have a couple of thoughts for us or something here. Yes, I do. Yes, okay, I do. well, we will be right back with Rob Rad's uh, whatever it's going to be. He'll let us know. Please enjoy Brick Shithouse Energy Drink responsibly. It's not readily available anywhere because of liability issues. You need protection from fucktards. You have people coming and fucking with you constantly. You need answers. You need solutions. Smack, Smack in the, the nuts. nuts. That's right. Smacking the nuts is what you need. Smacking the nuts, get rid of said losers in no time flat. Smack, Smack in, in the, the nuts. nuts. Available everywhere, wherever you buy self-defense items. Here are just a few testimonials from some satisfied customers. Stupid fucks that come to me. He talks stupid. He no let me go. Smell like sack of shit. He spit talk all over. I remember smacking balls. I use shit sack. Shit sack lie on ground. I walk off. Thank you, smacking the balls. You saved me from smelly, smelly spit. Well, I had this stupid son of a bitch come around me. 
Uh, he would not shut his fucking yapper for nothing. He gets up on me and he talks all stupid. And I didn't know what to do. I could not shake this motherfucker like a booger. Then I remember smacking the nuts. I pulled out old smacking the nuts. And that motherfucker went down like a sack of fucking potatoes. Thank you, smacking the nuts. You saved me once again from stupid motherfuckers. Smacking the nuts. Don't leave home without it. As pleasant as 50 grit sandpaper to your inner thighs. Two douchebags at a microphone. I'm Mark. And I'm Rob. Alright, Rob, we turn to you. And we are all ears. We look funny, but okay. we're all ears. I know I look funny just yeah. being in the yeah. ear. I, but I, I've always looked fine. Yeah, so. yeah. Well, I mean I'm all ears right now, so I look really funny. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Anyhow, go ahead. Okay. Well, uh I kinda wanna to explain to you. I uh, I put off last night. We're doing two tonight. Um, about a month ago, I got invited to go to this place down on Bagnell Dam. And, well, what ended up being, it, it's actually pretty cool, man. It really is. It's at a it's at a bar called the Ice Hole. <laughs> I C E H O L E, and it's on the Bagnell Dam Strip at Lake of the Ozarks. Cool. What it what it ended up being? It ended up being a uh, comedy of the cure, is what it's called, and it's a uh, benefit. For cancer patients. Oh, very cool. People that have survived cancer. Very and what cool. it is, it's a comedy show. And they have sponsors that donate goods and they raffle it off for the charity. Dude, I've watched a brand new set, beautiful set of golf clubs, new bag, everything last night go for two hundred dollars wow the one one club was worth two hundred dollars that's pretty cool dude yeah and, and all, all the money went to this charity good and this <laughs> oh no this guy his name is damien seaman and yes he makes fun of his own name um, it was too easy. That's why I didn't say anything. I was like, I'm well, just not. he gonna... knows it too. That's why he. And let me tell you, this guy is uncut, raw. I love him. Uncut, He's huh? Great, he has man. a dick flap. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no, we had we had some we had some kids. He would have liked, liked that one. 
We we had some kids in school that were uncircumcised at birth for whatever reason, whether it be religious or they were sickly or whatever. And we used to go, hey, he's got the dick flap. <laughs> well, Most of them thought it was no, funny. No, some of them didn't. He, they're going to do a net comedy of the cure. is going to have another benefit at the ice hole November 18th at 7 p.m. Is this the guy with the dick flap? Yeah, yeah. Okay, good. Dick Flap what? Let's just call him Dick Flap, uh, Dick Flap Dave. That sound good? Damien Seaman. Oh, Damien Seaman. That's right. I'm sorry, Dave. What was that? <laughs> Dick Flap, <laughs> Dick Flap Damien. Come on, man. I'm trying to promote him. I'm sorry. Okay. You are promoting him. I'm just having a little but, fun. Uh, oh, dude, he was hilarious. All right. And, Dick and Flap Damien is, is hilarious. He's okay. one of those that is not prejudiced. He will pick on anybody and everybody. Oh, I love that. Including Good. himself. Good. Well, he. they also do another charity benefit for another organization out of Florida. It's called Operation Outdoor Freedom. They support vets with PTSD. Oh, even better. Well, I mean, cancer is right. great. I mean, cancer is not great. Yeah. Helping people with it is great, like they're doing. And then also, wow. Oh, it's awesome. Dick Flap Damien, you're awesome. And I I plan on going back November 18th, so, yeah. All right. Hey, man, see if you you can get it. See if he wants to come on the show. That'd be awesome. Oh, and, of course, I had to wear my shirt. I know. I I was getting ready to get to that since I said that. Yes. I... I had a, uh, I talked to a couple, I talked to him about it briefly. Oh, good. good. He didn't have much time. He was busy. No, that's okay. Um, talked Big to flap, a couple okay. other people. And, yeah, I had a good time. Had a good time. Had good. a couple of yimlings. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. Of course. Good. I wasn't driving, so. Good. Yeah, I, and and if you were, uh, he would have been forgiven. You get a chance, go see him. But let me tell you, you cannot be offended. If you get offended easily, okay. Okay, so anybody except Xers and Boomers, I suggest you not go. This is probably not your cup of tea. <laughs> <laughs> you might have to go to the quiet room for a while and hold yourself. Right? Yep. Oh, come on, Gen Z. Come on, millennials. Make fun of yourself. It's okay. We're all human here. We all have our ups and downs. So, anyhow, sounds like a good deal, Rob. I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, yeah. Um, Buffalo Bills' Jordan Poyer says Aaron Rodgers convinced him to try ayahuasca, and he's a new man now because he did do it. Ayahuasca is a plant that grows in the Amazon, I believe, South America. And it takes you on trips that everybody has the same trip and everybody raves about it, I think, where you uh, you see uh, elves, you see, I believe, dead relatives. You have conversations with them. They say once you do ayahuasca, your whole life changes. And that's what this uh, Jordan Poyer says because Aaron Rodgers has been a big, big proponent of ayahuasca in uh, in uh, in particular and also hallucinogenics so yeah. 
Last year, four-time MVP quarterback Aaron Rodgers made headlines when he revealed that he used and endorsed ayahuasca, a psychedelic drug. Rodgers' take was and still very, and is still very controversial, but there are those who support his stance. Someone who does not agree with Rodgers, Buffalo Bills safety Jordan Poyer, who revealed he followed the quarterback's advice during an appearance on the RG3 and the Ones, which is another podcast. Aaron Rodgers opened me up to plant medicine with ayahuasca, Poyer said. I was very curious when he announced it, and when he started ta- talking about it on the Pat McAfee show, and so I started researching it. I paid attention to him and how he handled the media and how he handled the season throughout that season and his demeanor and his way of speaking to them. They had a tough season last year and his way of handling the media and handling the questions, I could see it in his eyes that he knows something that I didn't. Poyer, 32, added that he first tried to plant medicine while on a family trip in Costa Rica, which required him to take it to participate in different ceremonies. After that retreat, Poyer says he felt revitalized and emerged in a new man. The safety went through uh, multiple injuries last season, but finding ayahuasca helped him break out of that mental funk that injuries cause. Poyer then added that he doesn't think ayahuasca is for everyone. He is planning another retreat and more family members and teammates. Poyer opted to... Uh, uh, um, with with more with more teammates and family members are going to be trying ayahuasca is what it sounds like. Poyer opted to stay with Buffalo this off season instead of testing free agency. Signed in a two year deal worth twelve point five million. Currently, the veteran safety has forty one total tackles on this season. He and the Bills have one of their biggest games of the season coming up Sunday night when they face the Cincinnati Bengals, which they are doing right now. And let me check the score here real quick. Not when you guys get this, when you guys listen to this podcast, you're going to know who won. But you know what? I don't know. So it's 14 to 7, uh, the Bengals. So, um, anyhow, um, uh, anyhow, if you hear a dog barking in the background, I think my wife's home. So, anyhow, (laughs) yep. So, um, let's see here. Um, the, you know that spider that you squished? It could have been used for science. You know they're using really? spiders for... That's uh, funny. I just squished one while ago. Oh, okay. Good for you. What kind was it? What well, color was it? I had a wolf spider. Oh, okay. All right. It was outside my front door. Oh, okay. Well, it was asking for it. No, it was, it was like five minutes before the show. Oh, okay. At least that's what yeah. Faye Yep said and Daniel Preston think. Yep is a mechanical engineer and Ph.D. student in Preston's lab at Rice University, where she co-authored a paper on uh, reanimating spider corpses create grippers, or tiny machines used to pick up and put down delicate objects. Yep and Preston dubbed this use of biotic materials for robotic parts, necrobotics, and, and think this technique could one day become a cheap green addition to the field. It all started when Yap noticed dead spiders curled in the corners of lab uh, of the lab one day. When when did they die on their backs and their legs curled in, or why did they die on their backs and their legs curled in? The question led her down a, a classic spiral of scientific curiosity. We did a really quick uh, search online and we found that spiders do not have an, an antagonistic muscle pairs. 
She said, instead they rely on flexor muscles to curl their legs inward towards their body and hydraulic pressure to extend their legs outward. Hydraulic? So this would be fluid in their body, I guess, Rob? Well, if you think about it, it would it, it'd be like a backhoe arm. Yeah, yeah, you're right. That, yeah. that, that's that's what they're taught. The the hydro. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Bobcat uh, arm. Since Preston's lab focuses on soft robotics, they saw the spider biology and inspiration for a pneumatic gripper. You're right, pneumatic gripper, or claw-like oh. device. But instead of classic metal claw, they use something much spookier, a spider corpse. When spiders die, their muscles tense up, so when the spider is alive, they can actively control the valves in each leg, too, so that it can have this walking motion. When it dies, it loses the control over these valves, Yap explains. Yap wondered if she could reimpose control over the spider's legs using compressed air. The injected air pressurizes the dead spider's... uh, Hemoglobin, which is a rough, rough analog of blood that hasn't yet dried up in the corpse. The hemoflop, uh, or whatever the hell it is, adds pressure to the joints, creating a claw-like grabbing motion, and Yap says the experiment worked. The necrobotics, as Yap and Preston call them, could pick up fragile materials like wires and even other spiders. So, it, it interesting. So, anyhow, um, necrobotics... Sounds like a cool way to pick up fragile shit, huh? Yeah, yeah. Okay. It does. All right, Rob, you got anything you want on your mind? Anything you want to say? Uh, Any stories? Yeah. yeah. Um, you keep, you've been mentioning to everybody that about me coming up to Kansas City. Yep. Well, um, kind of want to clear that up. I'm a... Uh, between Christmas, New Year's, I'm on vacation for a couple weeks. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go up to Kansas City for anywhere from three to five days. And me and Mark are going to cram as many episodes as we can down at the River City Market together. So And we cannot wait. We're getting pretty excited about this. Yeah, it's gonna be cool. And and then you know, I I have a life here, but I am gonna start coming up. I'm gonna try at least once a month for you know come up on a Friday night and we can work on it Saturday and Sunday and you know. Yep. Yeah, sounds cool to me. So I'm all about that. That sounds good. All yeah. right, so what, people thinking like you're moving up here? Is that what they were thinking, or what? Well, I don't know. I just don't, you know, I don't want to get that way. You know, don't need rumors started. Yeah, you know what, you you're know right, what I mean? absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. Um, yeah. You know uh, Michael Jordan's son, Marcus Jordan? Know anything about him yeah. at all? No, okay. I haven't heard anything about him lately. Okay. Well, he is dating Larsa Pippen, Scotty Pippen's ex-wife. Scotty wow. Pippen, yeah, Scotty Pippen was uh, Michael Jordan's famous teammate. Won a lot of championship uh, championships together with the Chicago Bulls. 
So, um, okay, this sounds like this is about to get interesting. Well, I mean, yeah, it is because all the women in the world he had to pick Scotty Pippen's ex wife. This is Michael Jordan's son. So, aesthetically, it probably doesn't look good, Larsa Pippen said. Just to hear it doesn't resonate well with people. The two seem to be happy despite the odd circumstances. Marcus said during an interview he would want his dad to be his best man. Marcus said his dad was never, uh, has never interfered with his dating life and isn't going to start now. He just wants me to be happy, and if it, that happens to be with uh, Larsa Pippen, then that's okay with him, and he really doesn't have anything to do with that. And it doesn't say how Scotty Pippen feels or if he's ever mentioned it at all, but it just sounds weird, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it does. Yeah, yep. So let's uh, let's take us a little break, and uh, we'll be right back here uh, with some more bullshit. How's that? Sounds good. All right, stay tuned for bullshit. We've got plenty. We've got we've got pockets full of it. We've got uh, you know you know those things that you reach in for candy, like one of those pumpkins, right? And they give out yeah. candy. Well, we got one full of bullshit. So the yeah. first uh, the first ten people that uh, send me an email. We will uh, send them a piece of the bullshit out of there. We just give here. We just give. We're just giving people. I know. You're welcome, America. You're welcome. Oh, all over, actually, all over. We can't just say America. Yeah. 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 You're welcome, the world. We're more than just America. That's right. Big and bad. Big and bad, two douchebags and a microphone. Your morning cup of coffee. Your morning show. So, anyhow, we'll be right back. And evening. And evening. evening. Yeah, whatever the fuck. You know, play it in the morning and evening. Play it solid for 24 hours straight, seven days a week. Never turn us off, right? That's right. So, but make sure you do it from different phones so we get credit. You know, if you got to take someone's phone and just start playing it, do that. That's just what, that's just the way that it's got to be. Yeah. Yeah, you know, uh, you go to church. Get it on theirs. Listen to our filth. I, I'm sure. I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure they'll love that. Um, you know, uh, at work, you know, commandeer your boss's computer, put it on there, and tell him if he doesn't fucking listen that you're going to smack him in his head. Works well. Works well. And like I said before, if you do anything we say, you're not going to have a happy life. So anyhow, no, you're uh, not. We're going to go ahead and go to break like originally promised. So okay, we'll be right back. Our constant pursuit for a real knee slapper. It's strange insults from an alien. Real hilarity. You are just like a cloud. It's a beautiful day when you disappear. Oh, oh shit. shit. What's, What's that, that over there? there? Oh, oh no. no. It's, it's an island, island of horrible, horrible jokes. jokes. Ugh. <laughs> if I ever find that doctor that screwed up my limb replacement surgery, I will kill him with my bare hands. <laughs> Please remember to go to Cole's dressing room, wait five minutes, and scream, Hey, there's no toilet paper in here! (laughs) 
Somewhere in the heavens, your great Grammy Gertrude is crying because her little Bebo is listening to this film. Next up, things overheard in hell. Hell will be one course forever. Two douchebags and a microphone. I'm Mark. And I'm Rob. All right. Well, um, I got a little story about Gen Z here. Don't we love them? We just, yes, we do. Well, Gen Z loves us too. We're number one in Gen Zers. They, uh, they, um, they, you know, they, they even started their own online petition to get us put on um, on regular radio. Gen Z did. Not really. Cool. <laughs> so, uh, uh, anyhow. Wait, why did I say cool? That ain't what we want. No, I know. <laughs> no, no, no. Podcast is a cool thing right now. Podcast yes, is the shit. Is. That's right. So, yesterday's technology today. You're welcome, the world. So, um, Gen Z could have to wave goodbye to resumes. Because most companies have turned to skills-based recruitment and find it more effective research shows. So what they're talking about is headhunters. They just pay someone to find this person they're looking for. That person contacts you on LinkedIn or whatever, you know, whatever your site is. And that person is like, hey, uh, uh, Mark, yeah, uh, we hear you do this uh, show called Two Douchebags and a Microphone. And, uh, you know, we, we'd like you to come to uh, our show. You know, or whatever, or or whatever, Rob. You know, um, Rob, you could do much better without that no talent, Mark. You want to join our show? You know, no, uh, yeah, no. I don't want to join any others either. So um, anyhow, so this guy would be paid to find you. It might not be uh, long before resumes are a thing in the past because uh, bosses are favoring skill-based hiring and uh, reporting big results. Trying to put down many years of experience in a two-page resume has never been uh, easy. Now the middleman comes looking for you. Newest research shows that many companies are moving away from relying on traditional job applications. More and more companies are hiring a headhunter to come find you. So you're, you know, you're sitting at home and maybe you're fine with your job. Maybe you're okay. Maybe it's no big deal. Um, okay, and you're happy where you're at. And then all of a sudden someone calls you and goes, hey, uh, you know what, um, we're just here looking at your uh, at your skills here, and we'd like you to invite you to uh, come in and talk to uh, whoever, you know, plant down the road or, or radio down the road or whatever. And then uh, interesting stuff. Um, yeah, I, I've, I've been seeing a lot more commercials on TV about the... That, yeah, they have all kinds of company. online services and stuff, and I think it's yeah. the best idea because... Um, one thing is, is you may be happy where you're at, okay, and you may be fine, but you may not know that there's a better opportunity out there because someone is looking specifically for someone just like you. A, a headhunter looks this over, or a, you know, a, a, a recruiter, whatever you want to call them, 
So um, they look this over and go, you know what? We think Mark or Rob is a great fit for this. So we're going to call him up, and then, you know, he... You, they can ask you, well, how much do you make there? What's your benefits and all that? And then you have a good base. They're like, well, we really want to bring you on this company. So then actually, in my opinion, I think you have a better um, better bargaining power, a better position to, to uh, get more money or a better status or all the above, right? If they come well, looking yeah, for if, you. If they're coming looking for you. Then your yeah. stance is much easier as a, a potential employee. You'd be like, well, right. you know, you know um, uh, I, I'm really happy here. I know you guys are offering a little bit more money, but, I mean, it's just not enough to get me to budge. So then you can put the ball back in their corner. And they could be like, well, we think this guy's worth a little bit more, so hire him or whatever. You know, I, I think it's a great idea. So. Anyhow, Gen Zers, that's what you're looking at, and I'm sure you don't give a shit because I'm sure you don't want to fill out applications anyhow, right? Right, right. So, Lebanon, Tennessee. A Middle Tennessee couple exchanged vows on a lovely family farm two days before Halloween. Then they had the reception with a side of hash browns. Eli Hallbrook and Mary Kate Hedge met during high school in 2016. The Wilson County natives later reconnected after Eli joined the Marines. They would talk on the phone daily when he finished up his tour. And when Eli returned to Tennessee from Japan, his first stateside meal was at Waffle House. Fast forward a few years and the happy couple celebrated their engagement while planning their wedding. Mary Kate felt she was getting more attention than the groom. She decided to surprise Eli with a wedding reception at his favorite restaurant. And that's exactly what they did. The Lebanon couple spent the evening of October 29th celebrating their new life as a married couple at the Waffle House on South Cumberland Street. Join us in congratulating the happy couple. May they always see the sunny side of life, is what Waffle House said. And we all got a big har-har from that, right? Sunny side, yeah, we get yeah. it. Yep, yeah, real knee slapper. Yeehaw, wee, yay. <laughs> Clown nose. <laughs> Rob, you got something? Yeah, I do. I all do. right. Rob, the floor is yours. I've got a long-awaited Old West hygiene for you. Ooh, yeah, I've been missing these. Even it's, though I do it's, like it's the song, American Songwriter series. Yeah. The not-so-fresh reality of cowboys and their horses. When, when we imagine cowboys, we envision tough and rugged individuals with a deep bond to their loyal steeds running across vast landscapes and embarking on daring escapades. Their partnership is the stuff of legends. But behind the romanticized facade of the Wild West lies a less glamorous truth. Cowboys known for their infrequent bathing unintentionally subjected their beloved horses to the same fate. As these as they traveled great distances, proper hygiene took a backseat for both rider and horse. Apparently, the cowboys were known for entering the town after a long journey with a potent and distinctive scent following them and wafting through the air. Ooh, okay. Yep. 
I didn't think, I mean, yeah, I, I thought, it, I knew Cowboys would stay, you know. Well, I mean, they're wearing a lot of leather in the I hot sun. I never thought sun. about the horses. Never thought about the horses. And they, only, they didn't even have fans. Yeah, no, I mean, no, I know, I never did think about the horses either. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I would think that a pack of cowboys smelt like a like a uh, like a fucking honey wagon, don't you think? Oh yeah. Maybe even worse. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> so, um, wow. Yeah, you bring up some. I I love this old west hygiene because you bring up some points that no one would ever even think about. You know. Yeah. That's cool. That's what it does for. All right. Well, cool. Um, Burlington, Connecticut. A um, detectives found a massive psychedelic mushroom operation. I was trying to find the store earlier to combine it all in one area, you know, with the Aaron Rodgers Poyer uh, mushroom thing and all that. I wanted to condense it all into there, but I couldn't find the article earlier. So I just now found it. So um, anyhow, so we're doing it now. Detectives found a massive psychedelic mushroom operation worth an estimated $8.5 million at a Lion Road home Thursday, according to Connecticut State Police. Police charged the resident 21-year-old Weston Sell in connection with the extensive uh, lab. Members of the Drug Enforcement Administration Hartford Tax uh, Task Force and detectives from the statewide Narcotics North Central Office went to the home around 9 a.m. Thursday after receiving a tip suggesting that Sal was uh, operating a mushroom growing operation for lack of a... The, it has a different way of describing it here, but let me just put it like this. It was a mushroom growing and harvesting operation. So not only was he growing mushrooms, but he was also manipulating these mushrooms to be like more of a psychedelic. So, um, anyhow, Sol accompanied detectives to a detached garage on the property where detectives saw a large mushroom growing operation, police said. Sol at at first uh, claimed the mushrooms he was growing were not illegal and did not consent to detectives searching the home. Detectives then got a search warrant granted out of the state superior court in New Britain and discovered the mushroom growing factory containing uh, uh, the mushrooms, the psychedelic mushrooms, in various stages of growth, uh, uh, state police said. Anyhow, they have photos of these mushrooms, and I mean, there are like tons of them everywhere. Huge mushrooms, small rush mushrooms. This guy had one hell of an elaborate operation. And it says just him, but I kind of I find it hard to believe it was just him doing that. Don't you? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I, um, yeah. So, anyhow, he's busted. He's, uh, he's probably in jail right now, unless he bonded out. I would think he's probably in jail. So, anyhow, um, good luck. Hope you got a good lawyer. That's what it sounds like. So, anyhow, let's go ahead and wrap this first one up, Rob. That sound good? And then we'll get to the second podcast. All right. All everybody. Thank you for listening. We will be right back with a second podcast. Have a good night.
Good night. Hey, where'd everybody go? Where are the douchebags? Hmm. Oh my god, someone took a dump in the corner. Oh jeez. Ugh, glad they're gone. Let's just hope they don't come back. Oh, man, that smells. 